Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hoopballers, welcome back to another episode, another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I'm your host, Devin Ellington, at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. This is a hoop-ball.com presentation, hoop-ball.com. Make sure to go over there, check out the stuff that we just loaded up. Got some great, great, great wager pass plays. If you're not familiar already, wager pass is a part of our premium content that we rolled out here recently. We are having a lot of growth, a lot of new family members, Discord servers galore, lots of conversation. It's a fun, fun community, real easy going. We also got DFS stuff, if that's for you, strictly fantasy basketball packages as well. Football 360 is all encompassing. It's going to be $14.99 for everything. And uh, we're going to make sure we get your money back real promptly, I promise. Great content, great conversation. Come join the family. We'd love to have you. And if not, then just come, you know, get some great content for your fantasy basketball leagues, general hoops knowledge, and uh, chat with us. I'd also like to shout out manscaped.com being the show sponsor. Lawnmower 3.0 just came out. Fully electronic, waterproof technology, smooth, easy glide to make the lawn a little more approachable, if you know what I mean. They also got a care kit that I really, really enjoy. It's got great body wash, face wash, hair treatment stuff for us gentlemen. The weed whacker. I'm almost 30 and I'm starting to see the nose hairs connecting to my mustache and the ear hairs that I thought were pieces of my sideburns are actually sprouting out of my ears. Weed whacker with the dual motor, lithium battery, uh, tugless technology takes care of that. It's a seamless, smooth transition to go from extra hairy to not so hairy. Use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, HOOPBALL20, 
to go ahead and get your free shipping, 20% off of all those products, all those great things. Let them know we sent you. Get you on mode. Well, speaking of Harry, I didn't plan this segue, but, you know, it just came about. Um, today's show is going to be phenomenal. We're going to focus on a lot of wild card weekend stuff. We have a phenomenal guest back on the show. I say back on the show because he was so kind enough, you know, in the middle of the weird 2020 thing to jump on today in sports betting and, you know, be a part of some content with me, which was a dream come true. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of growth, a lot of new followers since then. So a lot of this, uh, analysis and these takes from Harry are going to be, you know, new for you guys. And hopefully we familiarize yourself with one of the giants within the industry. One of my idols, like I said, I look up to his work. Uh, he does all sorts of stuff. He, he is a part of the uh, Extra Points podcast, Against All Odds. He does work with uh, the Parlay Kid, Brother Bree, Cousin Sal. But, you know, I won't spill the whole can of beans. I'm going to go ahead and let him do that. But without further ado, hoop ballers, Harry Gagnon. Gas Gagnon, how you doing, man? Hey, Dev. Thanks for having me on, man. I love your stuff, man. And hey, listen, speaking of hair, I'm almost, like you said, you're almost 30. Uh, I'm almost 50. Any way I can get some locks like you got, any way possibly I can get that that, that type of hair some way. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not going to make time. a Rogaine joke. I'm not going to make a Rogaine joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, I haven't had hair in a long time, but yeah. I think some of it's genetics, to be honest. You know, oh, I think absolutely. I came out with five o'clock shadow. <laughs> I got, I, I did too. But the only thing is that my, uh, my grandfather, they say it comes after your mother's father and he was bald at like 17. So I, right off the bat, I had some bad luck. Oh man. Tough draw there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I can't relate. I, you know, I wake up and I, pull hairs out of my mouth and we oh. won't get into it. You know, yeah, yeah. We got some sports content to talk about, not my hair. Sounds problems. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like I said, Harry, uh, you're someone I look up to in this industry. Thanks. You're someone that has provided great content. You honestly just, and we were talking a little off air about, you know, tally site and then the rankings and just kind of my successes um, with picking smaller schools and honestly, mm -hmm. where I got into that market and where I saw the little saturation is go out there and be knowledgeable in the small schools that not a lot of people are covering. You know, you know what? Absolutely. I agree 100%. You know, I know you knew I did a lot of stuff at Odd Shark and I was doing uh, write-ups for them and, and doing shows. And uh, I had a, a, you know, now I'm a full-time with Sal all the way at extrapoints.com. I also do my own site at bestbetcorner.com where I have the parlay kid on all the time with me too. And it's interesting uh, at odd shark, I had a segment and an article that I would write and I would call, I would call it hidden gems where basically I'm looking for a small school and trying to figure out how I can, uh, how I can bet them what I think is best uh, give angles on it. And a lot of times it was more college football than anything, but also now with extra points, me, parlay kid, brother, Brian, we're giving picks on extra points.com every single day. Since we've started this new network, since we left the ringer, we're giving out picks every single day. I'm doing a, a silly video of some sort. Most of the time, as you know, and uh, you can always check it out at extra points.com. And, uh, 
And I'm trying to, you know, sometimes you got teams that are, you know, you, you got the NFL, you got the NBA, but sometimes you go for the smaller school. And like tonight, I'm going with at minus 12 and a half. I'm taking Wright State in college basketball over Youngstown State. And that's again, like I know you lo- like you were all over uh, Coastal Carolina this year in football and they had a great season and they covered most of the time. And that's what I'm trying to do too. I'm like, you know, people want to be like, right state. What's that? Well, read it when they win, then you'll acknowledge and you'll understand. You know, I'm so glad there's a couple of things I need to unpack and piggyback out of uh, what mm-hmm. you just said. First of all, the hidden gems article, that is, that was my first exposure to you. You know, that mm-hmm. was my introduction, uh, introduction to Harry Gagnon. And I was like, uh, I was like seven, 68% in those hidden gems. Right, too. I know. I, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, Sal so, would give know, me crap about it. Sal would give me a lot of, cousin Sal would give me a lot of crap about 68% and 68%. Yeah. It's not 69%, yeah. but, <laughs> but I mean, no. it's still pretty good. Damn good. I mean, yeah. way above average. Um, real briefly, I know we were going to focus on football and I saw you put it out on Twitter and I got a little worried and I was mm-hmm. just like, ah, damn. I'm on Youngstown State. They were in my wager pass picks. Spoiler alert, guys, if you're not a uh, premium subscriber. Uh, so this, is, I, I like it. You know, I for some reason, uh, it worries me a little because you're smart. <laughs> well, you know what it is, too? And this is something that I've told uh, and I've been following with uh, the Parlay Kid a lot because uh, him and I talk plenty off, uh, off air and we're best pals and and um, as I am with Sal and everything, brother Bry's a little younger than us and he's got a couple of kids and probably kids got kids too. But uh, this is really interesting, Devin, because this is the first year really because of COVID. And I know you've noticed this. And I pointed this out to Darren the other day, a lot of these smaller conferences this year, because of traveling and restrictions and COVID they're doing back to back home games. And it's a, this is, this is something new in the sports gambling world because they've never done this before. Like last week, uh, for example, Youngstown State over the weekend played Wisconsin Green Bay back-to-back games at home. So, you know, and a lot of this is something that I've noticed is if a team covers the first game, they won't cover the next. On Sunday, I gave out 10 picks, me and Darren, probably kid, just seven picks, and I went seven and three one game New Hampshire to cover by a point when they were and they were up 13 with four minutes to go so very easily could have went eight and two so that's why I'm trying to figure out these games here and mind you this tonight I'm just saying for for whatever it is Wright State's a heck of a team too they 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 have the top three scores are shooting 57 percent or better and Youngstown's uh decent but they they struggled at times too. So I'm, just, I'm taking a shot here. I'm going to lay a big number. Look, I took a shot yesterday with the number one team in the country. It, you know what happens? I had number. I had Gonzaga. I was going for four out of five on extra points. And by the way, Parlay Kid has hit nine in a I row. I saw that nine Holy in a row. And yesterday I was going for four out of five in a row. And I had Gonzaga. They're up twenty six. Laying, I was laying eighteen and a half when I did the video. The line went to uh, seventeen, 17. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're up 26 with two and a half minutes to go. And they win by 17. I don't cover. It's like, it happens every once in a while. It sucks when it happens. But again, sometimes, you know, you get snake bitten like that in college basketball. Right, right. Sometimes you're the dog. Sometimes you're the hydrant. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, um, those back to backs, you know, I'm glad you brought them up and then we'll, we'll kind of wrap up the college basketball. Cause I'm excited yeah. to unpack some pigskin stuff with you. The back to backs, the conference that I've really latched onto and I've started gaining data and um, analysis in my own, you know, uh, perception and what I've noticed um, the MAAC, you know, like the Siena, the Manhattans, mm-hmm. um, you know, the St. That- St. Peter's Peacocks, St. Peter's. That's actually, a dark horse in that it, conference. Right it, there. It, it's funny. It's funny you said that because that's who actually beat me early on Saturday with the home and home. They uh-huh. lost at home. Uh, they lost on the road at Canisius on, and they're a better team than Canisius on Friday. So I came back with them on Saturday and they lost again. That was my one loser trying to go those back to backs, uh, on, on Saturday, it happens, but you know I, that that conference is. Uh, you can definitely find some winners in that conference, absolutely. Yeah, and he, the, just one last tidbit: the thing I've noticed is whenever the favorite is within a point or three points on the spread in the first mm-hmm. game, they're covering at like a seventy-one percent clip. But once it gets over to that three and a half, that four, mm-hmm. you know, Niagara was at eight and a half point favorite or a dog and they ended up winning by like six so i noticed once it hits that three and a half that four i'm not touching the first game favorites i'm gonna wait for them to come back on the second game i'm telling you you can also catch like i caught on sunday um who was it i had uh it was a it was navy was playing um boy who was, was it colgate colgate yeah. nice yeah, yeah colgate beat them by 40 the mm-hmm. first game and then I came back with Navy the next day and uh, – or Army the next day. It was Army. Army came back yeah. with Army the next day. Army beat him straight up. Yeah. I mean, you can catch that. Yeah. You'll find that. That was the same thing with Wright State last week too. They beat Oakland by 40 and then lost the next game. Yeah. You can find that. You can And you can find – and doing that, trying that, you'll catch heck of a, uh, a price on uh, um, underdog, money line dog. Yeah. Heck of a price. Value and conviction. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. the two biggest principles of this show, and I'm trying to instill it in everyone. So, uh, Harry, before awesome, we man. jump into um, pigskin, let's, yeah. uh, l- let me talk about mybookie.ag so I can get the promo stuff sure. out of the way. Uh, mybookie.ag, hoop ballers. Um, a couple of you in the Discord servers were talking about some different books and whatnot and how they didn't do this, didn't do that. I asked if you had used mybookie.ag and used our promo code HoopBall. You didn't. You did. Now you're awesome, and I love you even more. So shout out to the Discord people that did follow my advice. Use HoopBall, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, to go ahead and get that 50% initial deposit match. You don't have to select the deposit bonus and carry all that rollover mumbo-jumbo. Just use the promo code. Let them know that we sent you. They're going to take care of you. Great customer service rapid response time, diversity. You got blackjack, roulette, poker, Texas Hold'em, slot machines, you name it. I was playing roulette a couple nights ago. My dad and my uncle get on there and they play blackjack. It's fun. It's real fun. Um, So it's a family affair for me and y'all are part of the family now. So let's go ahead and just grow the family. Hootball's the promo code, mybookie.ag, bet, win, get paid. Uh, Harry. Listen, speaking of, by the way, Devin, Living in Vegas for 17 years, my game, my table game of choice was roulette. I'm a craps guy. I'm a Ooh, craps guy. You know what? I, I just, uh, I just, I like the small, the small bet for the for the big payoff. That's me. Fair, That's me. Fair. I'm um, a parlay animal. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, 
you know, like I said, the pigskin is something that you and I are both passionate about collegiately mm-hmm. NFL. Um, I'm obviously, so my heart is just got all these different storage spaces for college sports. So obviously I hold them a little more in regard. You, you're, you're super smart with the NFL. And I want to talk about the overall tone and the theme of wild card weekend. I think it's no knowledge, especially if you spend some time on gambling Twitter and within that sphere, you're seeing a lot of love towards the dogs and the unders, just because historically speaking, wildcard weekend treats us to those winners. Mm-hmm. Um, which game do you want to talk about first? Well, you know, what I want to say first is like, I just, I was just on a show yesterday. I did a show uh, or two days ago in Detroit, um, couch in the Rube. And all those guys, those guys were telling me how much they're like, I want to parlay the money line on every favorite, which it, it, it looks good. It does look good, but I just, you got to be a little aware of the situation here. I mean, is Vegas going to really take a pounding with every favorite wondering? I think you got to try to find an underdog somewhere here. Now the, the first game of the day on Saturday is uh, Colts and bills. And I know it's six and a half and it's pretty much stayed on that number. I mean, this is a game though, where I am going to probably stay away. I might put together a parlay with the bills on the money line. I'm not going to lay the six. I don't trust Phillip rivers for one second. Uh, he had a decent season, but you know, sometimes he surprises you, but when he's supposed to be great, he's not, I didn't like them having to give him 25 million uh, for a one-year contract. Uh, and six and a half is a tricky number here, especially the way the bills have been rolling. I mean, uh, being a guy from upstate New York like I am, I'm, I'm three three hours north of Buffalo. I've been around Bills fans my entire life, and everything's going incredibly great for them. I mean, last week in the second quarter, backup wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie scores three touchdowns in the second quarter alone. The Bills have put up 56 in a game that Miami needed. They've, they're averaging 47 points in the last three games. Is it me, or does it seem too easy to just lay six and a half in this game? You know, if it was too easy, we'd all be out there just celebrating our winnings. Uh, like you I mean, said, Jonathan Taylor's been playing fantastic, no doubt about it, especially the second half of the year. He has been rolling, and he's been an integral part of that team to, to get them into the playoffs. But I'm just not going to lay six and a half here. It's sandwiched between it. two key numbers, which is a little odd. And then, like you talked about with Phillip Rivers, I have severe trust issues with the guy. Um, Mm -hmm. His turnovers and his untimely interceptions in the red zone or on passes 50, 40 yards down the field to try to, you know, get the team back in the game. That's going to hold a different weight in wildcard weekend than what it does in the regular season. Can't be doing that, especially with this aggressive Bill secondary with White. Uh, Edmonds isn't technically a secondary player, but you get my drift. He plays a lot of different coverages. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, Poyer. Poyer. Poyer's great. You know, you just – Bills are going to get two interceptions. They're, they're going to pick them off twice. That That's probably, you know, something that I might be incorrect and, on. And but. you know what? I don't feel if, – if the Bills roll them, good for everybody who was out there betting the Bills. Like I said, I'll probably take them on a money line. But if they don't cover, I sat back and waited, and now I'm rolling into the next game and I didn't get smoked. I just think that you just got to be a little aware. You know, this is the Bills uh, situation where – um, they haven't won a playoff game since 95. Um, 18, no, that's a lot longer than 18 years. <laughs> yeah, it's 20, 20, 25, 26 years. Yeah. Yesterday was, uh, or today was the 21-year year anniversary of the 
Music City Miracle. Uh, look, I just think that uh, too much is going good for the Bills, and I'm just going to lay off that one, bud. Yeah. Um, just a quick reference to your roots. So you're familiar with Tonawanda, yeah? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Got, uh, Sal's, Sal's roommate in college. Uh, one of his two roommates in college where I met Sal, me, him and I went to upstate, went to school, upstate New York. Uh, one of his roommates was from Tonawanda. Awesome. Awesome. I, I think I've, I vaguely remember that now within our previous discussions way back mm-hmm. when in 2020. Um, yeah, I got a real good friend from Tonawanda worked for him mm-hmm. at the bar he opened in Kansas city. So he got his dad's, uh, recipe from the seventies for the Tonawanda wings. Mm. I tell you Delicious, what, right? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've never been to Tonawanda, but I could taste it. Sure. Uh, all right. So the next get, you know, the game that I'm probably most interested in the wild card weekend, you know, is this Washington football team, Tampa Bay game, because mm-hmm. eight and a half is honestly just way too many points. In my opinion, we saw so many inconsistencies with the Buccaneers on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And then if there's one thing that is Tom Brady's kryptonite, see his two Super Bowl losses against the Giants is a dominant pass rush. Mm-hmm. What does the Washington football team have? A dominant pass rush. Uh, it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Young, Sweat, and Kerrigan combined for Washington, 23 sacks. And this Washington team, seven straight games, they haven't given up more than 20 points. Oh so you're asking a lot here for Tampa Bay. Now, granted, Tampa Bay's offense has been clicking. Last four games, they've got 19 total touchdowns, nine of them for 20 yards or more. Uh, again, last two games, they scored over 40. Not against good competition, obviously, uh, but still they're, they're clicking right now. And Brady's been good over the four, la, great over the last four games, 12 touchdowns, one pick, and, and Gronkowski has been fantastic. I, I mean, if there was a bet out there that I would have put all my money on, at the beginning of the season would be that Gronkowski does not play all 16 games. And he did. He did, and he's been good. I mean, O.J. Howard went down early in the season. I thought he was going to have a big season with Brady. And then Gronkowski filled in. Now, again, though, this Washington team didn't look great on on Sunday night. That's for sure. Uh, Alex Smith is still up in the air if he's playing. Heineke, when he had to fill in a couple weeks ago against Carolina, didn't look terrible, uh, but still had – this is another situation where you're right, Devin. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lay the points. I'm not gonna lay more than a touchdown on the road in a playoff game. But but this is a situation where I think you can take Tampa Bay definitely on a teaser and on the money line. Yeah, my number is my number is five. So mm-hmm. um, and then the, yeah, like the under is in play for me. Um, maybe even put that into a teaser too, um, just because you can you, you can because you can bank on Washington to hopefully play great defense, mm-hmm. and Tampa doesn't have to go balls to the wall in this game if they get ahead early. Right. They can just put it on cruise control, rely on uh, Ronald Jones to run the ball. Brady doesn't have to have a monster game, and they can still win the game and move on to next week. I think the offenses are going to struggle, but we're not going to see a lot of turnovers. I think there mm-hmm. might be like maybe one or two turnovers. I, I'm leaning more like one. I mean, because like you said, Alex Smith, if he, I think he's looking to play, but if he plays, I mean, and this is no discredit to him or like a slight, but he's Mr. Game Manager. He does it so professionally. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, we know how cerebral he is. I don't see a lot of turnovers. I see a lot of sacks and a lot of, you know, backwards plays. 
The only thing that's taken Washington, I would worry a little bit about uh, their offense because uh, he did throw a couple picks last week. That first pick against the Eagles was terrible. Um, Antonio Gibson doesn't look like he's a hundred percent, even though middle of the round of Thanksgiving, he was rocking. He was roll. He was putting up big numbers. Uh, McLaren. Uh, I don't think he's back to a hundred percent yet either. Um, he had a nice first half last week against the Eagles, made some nice catches, kept drives alive, scored that touchdown. But uh, this is just another situation of, again, Washington shouldn't even be in the playoffs. So just, I'd be hesitant a little bit, but again, Tampa doesn't have to pour it on as long as they get ahead early. And that's what they've been doing lately too. Tampa's been getting ahead early uh, uh, the last two weeks against Detroit on that Saturday, last week against uh, Atlanta. So maybe that's what Brady does. Maybe Washington might even, you might want to think about an under and a second half wager on Washington where they keep it close and Tampa doesn't go crazy with bombs down the field to Brown and, and to Godwin and whatever else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then just to add to that, and then we can move on to this Baltimore Tennessee game. Um, if you get a live number of uh, anywhere, if, if you get any double digits live, mm. I would say, you know, probably jump on that too. That might be a good play. If, if, if Tampa jumps out ahead, 14, early, nothing. Seven, nothing, 10, nothing, maybe you catch Washington. Yeah. Back the other way at plus 14 and a half. Yeah. And you hope for the second half to be chill, relaxed. Tampa keeps it on the ground. Doesn't run it up. Washington gets lucky with a touchdown down the road. You'll get there. Yep, absolutely. Um, Baltimore, Tennessee. I don't have a strong opinion on this one. So I was curious to see if you did. It's at a key number of three over under 54 and a half opening bell. It was at 55. Lamar Jackson, 0 and 2 in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. 0-2 in the playoffs. A lot of pressure on him. A lot of pressure on Harbaugh. But they do have revenge on their minds, too. You know they lost him earlier this year on that 29-yard touchdown run by Henry in overtime. Wins the game last year in overtime. In the playoffs. playoffs, They only scored 12 points. They got rolled at home. Um, This is a spot, though, I do think. And, you know, me and the guys always, Devin, I'm sure you do, too, try to guess the lines ahead of time before they come out just to see. I was pretty much dead on on all of them here. But I did have this Ravens-Titans, because the Titans are home, I did have this game as a pick So I was very surprised to see the Ravens minus three. And at first, I think, oh, man, I like the I like the Titans. But then I thought about it some more. I'm like, you know what? I don't like the Titans. I do like the Ravens here. I like laying the points, because I think the way they're coming into this game, they are really putting up some numbers. And I like this game to go over as well. Uh, they're the number one and number two teams rushing in the NFL. Ravens are number one. Um, Ravens last five games are averaging 37 points. They've scored 27 or more in those games. Uh, they put up 47 that game Monday night game, a crazy game against uh, Cleveland uh, 38 last week. And Tennessee is a team here. I don't know if you heard, listen to my stat here on against all odds, Devin, but Tennessee gave up 439 yards, 439 points this season. That is the most by a division winner since the NFL realigned in 2001. I did not hear that so stat, but that is they, awesome. They give up plenty on defense. I know we know Henry had the 2,000 yards. Tannehill had 40 touchdowns. If you include his rushing touchdowns, he had 40 touchdowns. So they will get theirs, and they were in the playoffs and made a great run last year, so they know what it's all about. So they're going to score. But I think this is a game where Lamar Jackson takes control. I love, the, I, I love to see them run the ball. 
J.K. Dobbins had his best game as a rookie last week. He had 160 yards, two rushing touchdowns. I think they're going to run the ball down the Titans' throats, and they're not going to be able to do anything about it. Now, the Titans will be able to get theirs, too. But again, two games this year against Houston. They gave up 74 points. Deshaun Watson was fantastic last week in the second half. And I want to say I came up with a stat. Let me see if I have it here. Uh, yeah, Tennessee gave up 30 or more points eight times this year. But more than that, five of those 30 were te- against teams that didn't even make the playoffs. So what is Lamar Jackson and the Ravens going to do here? I think this is a big, big scoring game. I think this is going to be the highest scoring game of the weekend. I think this is something like Ravens, Ravens 41, uh, Tennessee 34, something like that. I was going to say 35. Uh, a couple of points on this one and we can move on to the next. Uh, you're just like sparking like so many sparks in my head here. Um, Baltimore's team total right now, 28 and a half. I like, you know, mm-hmm. I like that spot. Maybe go ahead and buy that hook to get it down to a nice, even uh, mm-hmm. 28 key number. Um, I'm glad you talked about Tennessee and their sieve resemblance as a defense, I, you know, that's what I was going to talk. I was just going to mention like how silly they were. But you know what's, you know, what's an anomaly and me and parlay kid can't figure this out. I just gave you guys that gave you and your listeners that stat about Tennessee giving up 439 points this year, but Tennessee probably because they're on the field so much as defense and, and Tennessee scores so quickly, Tennessee has the best plus minus ratio in turnovers on defense. They're number one in the league. So, I mean, how are you to figure that out? Yeah. Listen, if I had hair, I'd be pulling it out, trying to figure it out. You got plenty. But still, aside from that, I mean, so you got to give Tennessee their their due a little bit there, forcing more turnovers and and having more plus than anyone else in the league, but they give up a ton too. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you said, I think this is going to be lots of points. This was actually the only game on this wild card slate where I was absolutely anywhere comfortable just leaning on the over. You know, this I'm is ki- the one. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm kind of like disappointed a little bit that that's the first game on Sunday. I would much rather it be the New Orleans Bear game to just, you know, you have a little breakfast, you're watching the game, you know, you turn the game on and, it's, and you know, all of a sudden probably the, the Saints are up 14 nothing right off the bat and you can just chill and figure and set yourself into the day as that game goes along but that this game's the first game Baltimore and Tennessee so right off the bat we got a we got a heck of a game well I'm glad you brought up excuse me uh, Chicago and New Orleans because since these playoff matchups were established I, I I've probably lost a few followers and have probably gone on to some deaf ears. My analysis is going to be here real brief, and you're going to probably mm-hmm. think I'm crazy. Huh? The Bears beat the Saints. That's I'm okay. Just, I, Bears beat the Saints. That that is something that stuck out to me as soon as these things were matched up. Mm-hmm. Bears beat the Saints. Listen, listen. I'm I, I I've said this in a couple shows this week that uh, I wouldn't lay the points. I wouldn't lay the ten. I think the back door is going to be open in this game late into the fourth. Um, and again, the saints, listen, call it what you want. Jinxed or not jinxed three years ago, the Minneapolis miracle two years ago was the uh, pass interference not called against the Rams cost Sal and clay, uh, clay Travis, like $57,000 when they mm. bought, uh, bought that ticket on prop swap. Mm. Uh, sorry, Sal. 
but uh, but and then last last year in the playoffs in the wild card weekend when uh people thought Kyle Rudolph pushed off against the Vikings and it wasn't called so listen they've got that against them that's that's three years in a row and granted the Bears didn't show up last week when they really needed to and needed to win fortunate for them the Cardinals lost against the Rams and they squeaked it squeezed into the playoffs but overall the Bears here have scored 30 points or more in four of their last five games. Trubisky in those games, for them, 72% completion percentage. Pretty good. Pretty good for Trubisky. Pretty good for anybody, really. And more than that, six straight games now, David Montgomery has gone for 110 rushing and receiving yards combined, six straight, and he's got six straight and six straight games where he scored at least a touch, one touchdown. He's got seven over that time period. So with changing over the offense that the Bears did after getting, you know. Um, Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Sitting falls and bringing Tarisky back in. They have been able to score, like I said, four of the last five games. They've scored 30 points or more. So it's not as crazy as you would think, especially with uh, the Saints still questionable with Kamara. Um, and, uh, and Michael Thomas hasn't played forever. Right. Uh, you know, they're losing continuity. They're losing mojo, in my opinion. You know, a lot of these guys aren't practicing. Yeah, they're not practicing. And if you don't get Emmanuel Sanders, who you went out and got in free agency, rolling early, which he really hasn't been, the rest of the wide receiver – I mean, Cook's a good tight end, don't get me wrong there, uh, for, for, uh, for New Orleans. But the rest of the wide receiver core for the Saints isn't that good. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Cooks and the, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, man, got a ribbit going on today. Um, the tight end for the Saints, I, I have a lot of faith in Eddie Jackson as a safety. Mm-hmm. Um, safeties usually play on tight ends. I don't think Jared Cook's going to be a factor. Breeze is, I think he's going to have people in his face, you know, mm-hmm. almost all. They may not sack him a lot because he's good about getting rid of the ball and whatnot, but he's well, going to get hurried and he's going to get pressured. Well, again, the pressure's on the a lot of pressure on the Saints, a lot of pressure on Breeze, not pressure on the Bears. They made it to the playoffs. Nagy's safe with his job. Let's see what Trubisky's got. You went out, you traded for him, you 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 uh, you made a move to get him. Let's see what you got in the playoffs. At least uh, at least cover uh, come within ten. Right. The I mean that's now that now granted now I'm going to I mean I could I, I probably absolutely. Uh, are going to have the Saints on a money line parlay, but I wouldn't lay that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't push it from ten down to, to three on a teaser. I wouldn't want to lay three because you lose on it. You lose on that. I would take Saints on a money line parlay, probably with the Bills, with the Bucks. I think that's solid, but I wouldn't lay the ten because I think the back door is going to be open that whole game in the fourth quarter. A uh, little bit of weird, you know, market stuff and analysis that I'm seeing right here. And this is over uh, 1,399 bets that I've been tracking that I'm seeing go in is the fact that 88% of the money 
is on the spread for New Orleans. Mm. And then if you go and look at the that's money a lot, line. That's a lot, Devin. That's a lot. You look at the money line, the Bears are getting 45% of the money on the money line, plus 395. You know, that's sort of, you know, like I, I you know, I've told you, I, I've worked in uh, Vegas for 17 years in the sports books. And that's, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like when it's Kentucky Derby weekend and somebody comes up and they're a novice and they don't know what, what to bet. And then the favorites going off at, uh, you know, even money and you're like, they'll, they'll come up and ask, um, what can I bet on and who's the favorite? And then when you say, you know, $2 wins $2, you don't want that. So you want the, tw- you, they'll, they'll take the 10 horse who's 50 to one, $2 is going to get them a hundred bucks. And that's what they want to do. That's what it sounds like in this scenario no one's going to really want to lay that big number with the saints as a uh, heavy favorite, uh, especially like I, we just said three, three losses in a row at home uh, in terms of the, whatever you want to call it, tough situation here uh, for the saints has been, been uh, tough breaks, but still uh, overall here. Um, I can't, I can't take the bears on the money line, but I, I wouldn't lay big money on a straight bet just to bet the saints to win the game, especially because of what's happened the past three years. Yeah, absolutely. And you think that that's got to have a place in their brain. You know, the, it, it's just kind of present. It's living there. And, and Kamara better be on the field for the Saints, too. He's got to be. I mean, if he's not. I mean, he's it's... not. Like I said, the Bears have scored this many points. The Bears are putting up touchdowns. They're scoring. And Montgomery's looking finally really good. He's going over. First time, uh, he's, I think he's 4.3 yards a carry, which is a lot better than what he did last year. Like two point something. Yeah. Um Right now, his rushing prop is 61 and a half. I have a personal number of 78 projected for him. Um, I think there's some value in that 61 and a half prop. The only problem is with those, which I've I've got, listen, I've I've gotten smoked on it plenty of times too, Mm -hmm. plus on NBA player props too. Just got to be a little little weary of if the team, the player that you pick on the team is getting blown out, you, you stand the chance of not getting those touches anymore, especially if you take a running back and all of a sudden it's, it's 27 to three uh, saints and you need 20 more yards out of Montgomery. You're probably not going to get it because yeah. you have to pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a very good point. Very, very good point. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Holy moly. <laughs> uh, so the last game for wildcard weekend, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, We've probably all heard the storylines going around, you know, this game, you know, just the way the Steelers ended the year, I, there's Mm -hmm. no faith in them from me, but you look and you see what's going on with the Browns and the facilities and, you know, Rashard Higgins getting arrested and uh, Jared, Jared Wills, uh, you know, he's still up in the air. Stefanski having COVID. Um, this is another team that hasn't been practicing. They've had their facilities shut down. Right. I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's a, listen, I think it's a, it's a nice, um, it's a nice story of the Browns first playoff appearance since 2002 where they did lose to the Steelers. Um, But they covered that game. But uh, anyways, uh, um, but still it's been a nice season. Baker Mayfield's been hot. I mean, he's been playing fantastic lately when Nick Chubb's in there, that seems like a, a, the offense really gets rolling and we've seen uh, glimpses of what they can do. Look what they did a couple of weeks ago when they went in to Tennessee and put 38 points in the first half and rolled that Tennessee defense. But I think this is a nice story, but I think it ends on Sunday 
uh, Pittsburgh. People forget now they were 11 and 0. Now over the past like five games, uh, the Dinkin and Duncan hasn't worked. Um, Pittsburgh hasn't been able to run the ball. Big Ben didn't play last week, which I think was a smart move by Tomlin. Maybe Tomlin, hey, maybe we don't give Tomlin enough credit. Um, maybe he's playing possum. Maybe yeah. he's just you listen. Kansas City isn't isn't blowing the uh, blow, uh, blowing the doors off people here. They're zero and seven in the last seven against the spread. Kansas City, uh, Buffalo, like I said, just too, it seems too good to be true right now for the Bills. Maybe I'm wrong, but on against all odds, I said, and I, I will rem- hopefully we'll remember this, Devin, where my Super Bowl prediction at forty nine to one is Tampa Bay. And remember, I, I called Tampa Bay going, uh, Tampa Bay grabbing Tom Brady. I call, uh, I, Colin I do Coward, remember that. <laughs> Colin Coward may say he called it first, but I called it way ahead of him. And and I'm going to take Pittsburgh because I think, listen, Pittsburgh played in Buffalo. They lost by 11 a couple of weeks ago, too. Uh, they didn't seem like they even wanted to be there. Um, and again, Buffalo hasn't won a playoff game in ages, and Pittsburgh's won a million of them. And Ben Roethlisberger's been done, done, done so many things with the Steeler team. I think maybe if they get another shot at them, it's going to be closer. And I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh here in this spot to cover, to look good. They've beaten Cleveland 17 in a row at home. The the biggest win for the Steelers this year was by 31 points against the Browns at home. The last two playoff games, the Steelers have been in. They put up 30. They put up 42 at home. I like the Steelers big here. Moving on, look impressive into whoever they play. If it's the Bills next week, in Buffalo, it's going to be a great game. And I'm for whatever it is, I'm siding here with Pittsburgh in the AFC. You know, I, I love all that. You know, it, it's not like I'm a Steelers fan, but Super Bowls with a historical franchise, you know, as such as Pittsburgh, you know, those are fun. And then, you know, I was actually talking to a follower on Twitter about, you know, this he posted a picture of all the odds and asked about, you know, certain values and whatnot. Uh, 77 to one, you know, Tampa Bay to make it to the Super Bowl. That I told mm-hmm. them that that was, you know, coming out of that NFC side where I don't trust the Seahawks. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I think the Bears beat the Saints, but then lose in the second round. Uh, Green, I think it's going to be between Green Bay and Tampa Bay, um, in the and, NFC championship. And, and listen, I, I, uh, living here in uh, Arizona. I was a uh, big fan of two-time coach of the year, Bruce Arians, when he was here. Uh, sometimes he's a little wacky with what he says, but he is he says it's Super Bowl or bust for Tampa Bay, and I love the confidence that he's exuding. Um, and uh, listen, he's got, he's got Tom Brady. He's almost 70 years old, uh, Arians, so why not just go for it here? And I, and I like this spot for Tampa Bay, and – Earlier this season, I know it's earlier this season and it didn't matter and, and what, what you can say whatever you want, but they scored 38 unanswered against Green Bay and they rolled, yeah. they picked off uh, Rodgers a couple of times and they rolled the Packers. Well, and they not only picked them off a couple of times, but if you go back and watch that film, they demolished that offensive line. It, probably it, the best, best second half or best first half, maybe, maybe best game Tampa's played all year. And if there's anybody out there that can go into Tampa, go into Green Bay, go into Lambeau and beat Aaron Rodgers, why wouldn't it be Tom Brady? Right, right. 
that you know that Tampa Bay defense can come up huge in you know mm-hmm. more than one spot. So loaded wild card weekend. We got some great, great, great stuff to be keeping an eye out for on this weekend. And I'm really happy that I was able to unpack it with you. Uh, you know, among all people, you know. Listen, tell me, tell me, Devin, for a little bit here and there, you will be turning the channel a little bit to catch the golf a little bit. A little bit. You know, I I know you're a big golf guy too. I am. You know, I love the big tournaments. So I'm trying to, you know, embody some gas gagnon, hot oh, tub Harry. When they're in Hawaii, though, it's just so beautiful to watch. Yeah. Um, it's just great courses everything's gorgeous. Great courses. Um, I need to get into these smaller tournaments a little more. <laughs> I need to start doing some deep dives, you know. You, you know what? You got to do now, now with all these young guys in golf, by the way that are just tremendous, tremendous. So many names out there that are so good that won tournaments last year that have been in the uh, been uh, in the PGA only for a year or so, or some guys two years. There's a lot of guys out there that are going to have big years and that are tremendous. Just for example, like, I mean, he's been around a little bit, though, and I, and I mentioned to you that I did catch a little bit yesterday on uh, opening round of the yeah, Century yeah, Tournament yeah, of Champions. Yeah. I had Harris English to be the leader now, uh, Justin Thomas, Birdied 18, so I got half. Mm-hmm. But still, I had uh, I had Harris English, who's been playing fantastic the last year and a half. Um, and there's a lot of other guys like uh, like him that you got to look out for in golf because these guys, these young guys, are good. Yeah, you know, like I uh, have said, uh, part of the reason I admire you, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot is the fact that you do cover seemingly everything. You know, NASCAR. That's why I keep calling you Gas Gagnon. Uh, oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the, the golf and the MMA. And so, you know, it it would behoove me to go ahead and start trying to uh, get into some of these smaller tournaments as well. Now, uh, Harry English, he's uh, is he is he an American golfer? Yeah. OK, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. OK, that's what yeah. I thought. You know, I, I, I love the Steve Strickers, the, you know, the uh, Sergio Garcia's and the you know, Tiger Woods and the Phils and the couples. And I'm, I'm just holding on to that, that old guy group. Oh, I understand. Listen, I root for the old guys too. Listen, I always, I'm a big Phil fan. I love Phil and he's 50 years old now. And he's, uh, um, he's played a couple of tournaments on the senior tour and he's won both of them. Um, sometimes on, I guess on like, you can find odds on that sometimes too. Um, and I like a lot of the older guys too, but it's just, it's it it's uh there's a lot of young guys that are great and it's and it's and i just love watching golf. i grew i grew up watching golf with my father and playing so um it's just been it stuck with me so uh golf i mean i love following obviously don't get me wrong football's number one boy if i had to pick a second sport for me personally it's golf man heck yeah heck yeah that's awesome it's just one of those sports that is so meticulous and it, it takes a certain amount of skill like a lot I I don't yeah I, I don't like I don't hate anybody but <clears throat> I dislike the people that are like you're just you're just hitting a ball with a, a thing and it, it is a tough sport it is it's tough. It, 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 it's very tough I mean but sometimes these guys make it look so easy that's right. why they're so good I mean there's yeah. so many guys that uh that are stepping it up here like uh I mean uh, let me see. Let, let me see a couple names here, if I can remember. There's, a, there's guys, Joaquin Niemann. I mean, he's been fantastic. He won a tournament last year. 
Uh, Carlos Ortiz, uh, Mexican golfer. He's been great too. Uh, there's a lot of guys. Scotty Scheffler's a guy who was, I bet on a lot last year. He's been fantastic of late, um, playing big in big tournaments too. So a uh, lot. And, and Victor Hovland, uh, uh, went to Oklahoma state and I, I like to tout him because I think he's an excellent golfer. He's only about 23, 22 years old. I say that he's the best golfer out there right now that went to Oklahoma state. I think he's better than Ricky Fowler. Go pokes, by the way. Um, nah. uh, you know, my Oklahoma blood coming out a little bit there. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I, I do love Hovland. Um, he won the national – did he win the national championship? Uh, I think in college. Individuals? I think – Or they might have got it as a team. I think it would have been – they might have got it as a team. Matthew Wolf, another great golfer who's oh, very yeah. young. yeah. He's an Oklahoma State guy too. They were, they were teammates. How about that, going up against those guys? That would be really, really tough. Really, yeah. really tough. Um. Well, we got the national championship to talk about, and uh, yeah, sure. we can kind of use that as our, you know, right side bookend. I know you got to, mm-hmm. you know, jet a little here soon, so that way you can, you know, continue your uh, daily endeavors with mm-hmm. uh, what you're doing. So, a couple you know, more shows today. Just a couple more. Shows. Just a couple. You know, just a just, couple. What, just this a couple. is probably like your fourth or your fifth today. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, by the way. I'm gracious for your time, man. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, and I'm helping Sal out. To, I do a lot of work on the, uh, on this Fox sports bet uh, one show, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, box bet live, mm-hmm. do a lot of research for that stuff too, and help those guys out. So it's a lot of fun there too. And uh, yeah, the national championship game is going to be interesting. Um, I know. Uh, what, what are you seeing right now? Eight and a half, 74 yeah. and a half. Yeah, it, I'm a little. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, I do like the over. I'm a little worried though about Justin Fields' ribs, um, because if he takes a shot and he has to come out, that's a high number. I want to say that's the highest over under in a national championship game ever. Um, and I think it will go over if he plays. I think he'll get his. I think no. Um, Ohio, Ohio State did score, I believe, 38 or more in all of their games except the Northwestern game. Um, and we know what Alabama can do on offense. I mean, uh, Mac Jones, I actually think Mac Jones got a little ripped off on the Heisman situation. He's completed 77% of his passes, 77% of the SEC championship game against Florida, 83 uh, against the Irish when they took it easy in the second half. So that's why I think this is a situation where um, – they're not going to take it easy on Ohio State if they get the chance. I think they uh, Jones puts up big numbers, and I think they put up big points. Now, if again though, I think they cover Bama, but if Fields plays the whole game, he's going to get a few too. And Sermon was great running the ball last last game against Clemson. It, was, it seemed like every run he had was like twelve yards. Yeah. Um. So I think that if as long as he's healthy, as long as he's healthy. This could be like an SEC championship game, like the Florida game. I think I think Alabama can get. I mean, not they played Alabama played nine bowl teams this year. Now I know there's an asterisk next to that when you want to call some teams bowl teams, but still played nine. They went against nine bowl teams and they averaged 49 points a game. Uh, Najee Harris on 24 rushing touchdowns. I mean, it, it comes from everybody, and even Jalen Waddle might even play who yeah. in his first four games after before he got hurt had over hundred yards in every single game. And thanks to he, and my opinion, Devonta Smith owes him a little bit of that Heisman because if, oh, yeah. if he doesn't get hurt, 
he doesn't have those numbers. Yeah, because Smith doesn't have the seventeen hundred yards. Doesn't have seventeen hundred yards for the season because a lot of those yards would have went to Waddle. Yeah, they would have had probably two receivers with twelve hundred yards. Would be my guess. Sure. And then and, you know Waddle was the higher NFL prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Waddle's a stud. Waddle is a stud. Uh, well, I mean, I, the whole team is amazing, and I think, like I said, I think as long as Field stays in the game and plays and he'll get a few touchdowns because Alabama's defense isn't that great either. They gave up 600 yards and 48 points in Mississippi this year uh, and, and gave up a lot to Florida in the SEC championship game. So, But I also think that they're going to score in the 50s this game. I think regardless of Ohio State and Ohio State, I think it's going to be a, a shootout, but I think it's something like 55-38. Mm. Um, Alabama wins and covers and it goes over as long as fields is in there. If fields does have to come out because of those ribs, I still obviously like Alabama to cover, but the over under at that point, then I don't know. And that's like you mentioned earlier in the Washington Tampa Bay game. Maybe that's a spot Mm -hmm. uh, Devin, where you can do in-game wagering on the total because of when in, if fields does come out because of those ribs, you know, and it's like you're uh, over here just, telepathizing with me because I was literally thinking of that point. If you see, I say you talking to the listeners or just Mm -hmm. in general, if you see fields, take a couple of shots and he's ginger, or, you know, if, if you see him go down immediately, I think you have to hammer the end game under, Um, Mm -hmm. especially if it's at a point where maybe it's 14, 14 early and the, you know, totals already risen live. Mm -hmm. Look, I've never been an elite athlete in my life. I went and bowled in college on a scholarship. So You did? Yeah. Really? Where, <laughs> yeah, where'd you go to school? It's a small little place called Tabor College, uh, northeast of Wichita. So Wow. Let, let, me, let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, your average during that time, I'm going to set the over. I'm going to set the over-under at uh, your over-under bowling average while at college. On a on a scholarship, right? You said yes, sir. I am going to say you were uh, two twenty one. So my senior year, I had the highest average in the state of Kansas at two twenty seven. Uh, mm. At college, it came down a little because the oil patterns are great. And this is a discussion. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe we're that. talking don't about bowling. Two two twenty four. Two twenty four. All right. Yeah. Two oil patterns. I love it. <laughs> it it's science. Uh, two twenty four. Right. Very oh, nice. That's crazy. Very nice. Uh, so anyway, how many three yeah. hundred? How many three hundred games you got? In your career? Uh, three, four, something like nice. three, four. Yeah. My God. Um, God bless you. That's great. It. You know, I grew up. Last time I went living bowling, in a bowling alley. Last time I went bowling, I injured my. I injured like my calf. <laughs> I mean, that's the last time I went bowling. That's been it. Hey, if people want to talk crap about bowling, I invite them to come bowl 15 games over, you know, or 15 Listen. games a day in a weekend tournament. So bowl like 40 or 50 games. You're throwing a 15 pound ball over and over and over. Devin, I go, I, I go, I can't go three games without my left thumb hurting. I'm, I'm a lefty, by the way. I'm, I'm a lefty. Me too. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, Earl yeah. Anthony, Earl Anthony, Earl Jr. Anthony, Parker Bond. Parker Bond. Oh, okay, nice. That's he, a little, he, little more recent. He was my uh, idol, you know, growing up. That sick mustache, as you can see. <laughs> love, love, love the movie Kingpin. How can you? Yes. Know? Uh, fun fact, I bowled against or with a couple of uh, the professionals that were in that movie. Mark, I actually, Mark Roth? Uh, Mark Roth was at an a amateur P, uh, pro-am that I bowled in. But what about I, You're going to love this name, Marshall Holman. Marshall Holman, uh, God bless his soul. I never got to meet the guy. Oh, okay. Um, there's a guy named Justin Romek 
he has a small little just snippet where he's bowling Woody Harrelson. You see the name on the back of his jersey, Romek, H-R-O-M-E-K. He ran the pro shop of one of the bowling centers in Wichita that I worked at. So, oh, that's tremendous. That's great. That's my little claim to fame because I, I, I still own my original Kingpin VHS tape. It, it's like my, you know, not so autobiography. That's <laughs> I didn't great. Use my hand, nice. But nice. Anyways, that was a tangent. Um, I kind of forgot where we were going with that. Oh, uh, I like talking bowling. No one, elite, no, no one knows these people. Nobody knows their own Nobody uh, knows Earl Anthony, the classiest guy in bowling ever. Classy. Weber. Who, who do you think you yeah. are? I, I am. Dick <laughs> Weber is great. <laughs> Love his that. Dad, his dad, Dick Weber. Man. Yeah. The he, opposite he, of Earl Anthony. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those guys going against each other in the early 70s, late 60s. Ooh. That, that was back stuff. when you were throwing uh, car tiles down, you know, pine lanes. Sure. You know, it was yeah, all yeah, yeah. Just, just pure rubber, you, you know, That's all urethane. Anyways, thanks for letting me unload some of that bowling stuff. I'm oh, that's great. I love it. Um, nice. Since you do have the connection with the Fox guys and, you know, Cousin Sal and everything. Mm-hmm. Side note, the Fox Sports uh, book, you know, they are the only ones and they were the first ones to uh, have lines for the PBA. You can bet on PBA. Wow, nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. So on uh on what just betting uh the tour championship or no, just I mean just yeah, so every week tournaments, yeah, yeah. Tournaments, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know Did you by the way, just curious, like um I got now that you're like a a great bowler, I'm just curious. I've always wanted to ask, like, do you is it like a uh home bowling advantage when you bowl at a certain or, or do you or do you just like you're going to this certain bowl bowling shop to go bowling and just whatever it is on that on that lane that that place you bowl at you're just tremendous at that place for some reason yeah you know uh throughout my high school career there were centers that I would go to and travel for big tournaments and I just never could do any and it my comparison with bowling is it's essentially just golf but i mean it's it's that type of well, that's what i'm, that's what I'm saying some guys are so good, good on certain like like, yeah. Fred, like you mentioned freddie couples tiger mm-hmm. woods they're amazing at the masters they're amazing right. at augusta maybe you and other guys that you go or women that you bowl with be like we're going to uh, we're going to the center, and I, I know I ha- I know I'm good for two forty five. I'm go- I'm good for a two forty average in that place for three games. I know I am. Yeah, you know, um, you know, there's centers that once I saw like we were scheduled to bowl there. You know, I was like, all right, well, I'm good for a seven hundred walking in this door. So, hey, you know what? When I when I first moved to Vegas, Devin, uh, had some a buddy from uh, a buddy came uh, moved out from uh, New York with me. Uh, he got divorced uh, and then uh, moved out and came out with me. And we met a couple of buddies. I had met a college buddy who, um, uh, the Tonawanda guy, the Tonawanda <laughs> guy, he was living in Vegas of all things, small world. And this other guy we met and uh, I was there a year and a half and I was, I was in a bowling league. Now those guys like to drink. Obviously oh they love to drink. So people, so a lot of teams would get a little annoyed with us because Waiting on, you know, you know, waiting on the shots and the beers, you know, waiting, but, and, uh, we weren't terrible, but, uh, played two years of, uh, the bowling in 1994, 1995. And my average was about, I'll, I'll take, let me say that my average was a, I'll take a, a 140 average. That was mine. Yeah. I'll take you a know, 140. I, I love having those kinds of 
folks on my team because A, you get handicap sticks. B, there's mm-hmm. always the opportunity that your 140, 150 bowler comes out and shoots a 200 just because, you know, they hit the pocket sure. a few times in a row. They pick up spares, you know, and it's all about uh, the one guy, fun. we had the one guy, the Tanawanda guy, or the uh, my buddy I moved out with. His was like a hundred. He sucked, but he was terrible. But if you can, like you just said though, with a handicap, if he can bang, get us out of the three games, get us a one twenty five in one game, and then we'll at least take a couple. You know, we'll take some. We'll take a game or two. Yeah, absolutely. Man, Harry, I was not expecting to unpack some bowling <laughs> That's stuff. That's great. I love I, it. I'm, I'm ear to ear right now. It's kind of funny. Listen, we end the, we end the show with golf and bowling, and I, I could talk about it for hours. If I could. Absolutely. Man, that was great. That was great. Uh, well, whenever uh, – I'm you know, I've never been to Arizona, so if I come out to Arizona, maybe we go throw it. Hit me up, too. man. Absolutely. We'll have yeah. a blast. We'll go to Old Town Scottsdale, we'll watch some games, bet away, and I, I, I do know of a bowling alley that's pretty good too, so. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I will hold on to that uh, as a bucket list item item for nice. hopefully within the next, you know, year. That would, that would be. Yeah. Phenomenal. Hopefully, hopefully 2021 is a lot better. Yeah. It's gotta absolutely. Be, right. It's gotta yeah, be. It's, you know, well, I'm no Nostradamus, but you know, I, I got good feelings. So mm-hmm. good. But, yeah. Me too. Well, Harry, me too. Man, you know, it's it's the part of the show that I dread because, you know, I could sit here all day with you, bud. Yeah. Uh, Got to put a little bit of a bow and a ribbon on it just for the fact that you're a busy, busy guy. Hey. And, uh, you know. I, Devin, I appreciate it. I uh, love your stuff that you're doing. Um, again, A.O. Harry, uh, Against All Odds podcast, Extra Points Podcast Network, bestbetcorner.com. Check out my stuff. And uh, I got a golf article up there right now. We've got my picks this weekend. And uh, it's going to be fun, man. Devin, we got six games Saturday, Sunday, more, you know, out here on the West Coast. It's going to be morning till night. It's going to be fantastic. I love it. I can't wait. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of envious of your West Coast stuff because uh, I did live in oh. Mountain Time for a little bit. So it was awesome waking up at like 10 a.m. and having football. Um, mm-hmm. And you I, know, loved, I love it. it. I've always day. loved it. I, I remember being in high school. Uh, being in New York on Monday mo- Monday mornings in school, falling asleep because I would just watch Monday Night Football on Tuesday morning, and I can't stay awake because I had to be up till 1 o'clock in the morning, and then I had to be at school at 7 in the morning. It sucked. West Coast is where it's at. Come yeah. on out. Yeah. So, uh, again, thanks, Harry, man. Uh, again, folks, if you didn't hear his plugs and everything, you know, Harry Gagnon, uh, at AAO Harry on Twitter, um, best bets corner, all the good stuff that uh, I'm just regurgitating at this point. Um, I myself humbly am Devin Ellington at DALE007 on Twitter. We are at Hootball Gaming. And then Harry also, hey, I just want to throw this out to you. You are on the episode of the one year anniversary of Hootball Gaming. Like we had a Twitter notification today on the oh, account. Oh, nice. We nice. are a year old today. So very nice. I couldn't have planned it or uh, not tried to plan it, but I couldn't have, you know, let this happen a oh, little bit. Let better. me just say, Sal also, Devin, just came out with his book. It's coming out uh, very soon. He wrote a book. I'm in there. I'm in there plenty. Looking him and there. I, him and our, our endeavors during college, some of our stories during then um, that, well, you know, you, you've told me a couple of those stories. So I definitely yeah. get a copy of that book. I mean, uh, it's, 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 it's got crazy stuff in there. Yeah. Tons of crazy stuff. It'll be good. 
Awesome. Well, I'm happy for you, Harry. And, uh, you know, as always, you know, when we interact, you know, we, we make sure to send each other good vibes back and forth. So that's, you know, yeah. I'm sending all my good vibes, all my good energies out to the desert for you, out to all of our listeners. And, you know, folks, don't forget to use those promo codes over at mybookie.ag as well as Manscaped. Come join us on the premium side, hang out in the Discord, and let's uh, grow this community. Let's grow this family. We get amazing people on here like Harry. And, uh, Everything forward, y'all. Everything forward. Again, Harry, mm -hmm. thank you so much, man. My pleasure, man. Good luck to everything and everything you're doing, man. Devin, Devin you're doing a great job. Love it, man. Thanks, Harry. That means so much to me. Uh, with that note, we're going to end on it because, uh, you know, I'm smiling too much to say too much more. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harry. Take care, boss. Take care, bud. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.